0: This is a fourth-hand production.
1: Story in the news today. You believe
0: in ghosts
1: and the paranormal? Now are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know, planes man.
0: that they're building?
2: In Espanola, are
0: catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts.
2: There was this weird animal-like creature that was shot. Wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. All right, welcome to Strange Jungles. I'm Shane. I'm John. <laughs> but you look so realistic <laughs> oh actually you are we're all uh, together yet again guys we, we are feels so it feels so
0: weird to record this without headphones on, the, on vinyl yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it, it feels like, are we... like I wasn't yeah. even sure if we were starting are we is this a driver <laughs> <laughs> is this <practice? laughs> yeah we're gonna do it but we're,
2: we're just fucking gonna. killing it killing so, it right out time of the here time this is what professionalism looks like sir ah okay. so
1: that's, in, why in we very get,
2: that's why we get paid the big bucks. <coughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, well no first of all, great seeing you guys. You know. You as well. Like I said, you know, every six weeks or so. I'm in the great uh the great valley of the Salt Lake, mm-hmm. which is nice. Doesn't get better. No. Well, you know, the weather chased me in too. Holy shit, did it storm yesterday. Oof. I wasn't too sure about that. Oh, man. Yesterday is about yesterday. yesterday.
0: Yeah, winter is upon us.
2: I was was thinking yesterday was Sunday. I was like, man, it was
1: beautiful here. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: it it flew in. It was fucking nice. In the morning, it was beautiful. And then just like, wham, bam. You know, didn't even kiss me. It was just here all of a sudden. I was like, crazy. But it is good being back. It's great seeing you guys. Um, You know, as we do this podcast, again, you know, it sounds different because we're all kind of together, Uh, but we are doing a news episode again uh, just because, you know, of course, Halloween Eve is upon us, so this is kind of where we're at. Uh, we got some cool little fun stuff, and uh, I don't know, I think we can roll into it.
0: Yeah, it always seems like we line up on a news episode when you come into town, which it is does. nice. It which is, is good. Nice. Yeah, is the last time we had uh, an interview... We, in town, we didn't know yes. because that didn't go well. So I'll take the news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works out probably better that way if we're all involved. Yeah yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I don't know,
2: man. Uh, John, you want to kick us off and we'll just roundhouse this pitch?
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, this story is hilarious and terrifying all at the same time. Oh. Uh, meteorite slams through the roof of Canadian woman's home landing on her pillow. I thought you were going to say it's spinning <laughs> through the back of Canadian West Dracula. <laughs> yeah, right. Just digging through the ditches and burning through the witches. Yeah. Um, so, a Canadian, uh, yeah, a Canadian woman, this is by Micah Hanks on the Debrief, uh, a Canadian woman recently had a rude awakening as a meteorite tore through the ceiling of her home, covering her in debris and prompting a 911 call. God, can you fucking imagine? At her home in Golden, British Columbia on October 3rd, Ruth Hamilton had been sound asleep when she initially awakened by her dog barking. Shortly thereafter, the meteorite collided with her home, puncturing the ceiling and landing on the bed near where she had been sleeping. Uh, Hamilton recalled hearing a sudden explosion. Hmm. Uh, It's like
2: a bad sci-fi movie. how, How does
0: that happen? Could you imagine? Like... So she said she jumped out of bed and turned on the lights. Hamilton was quoted saying after the incident, saying that she dialed 911 on shortly afterward. Uh, Hamilton said the operator had been asking me all kinds of questions. At that point, Hamilton said, I rolled back one of the two pillows I'd been sleeping on, and in between them was the meteorite. <laughs> um, and this thing looks pretty big from the picture that's on there, if you guys want oh to debrief. so Yeah, yeah. Um, Despite having found the space rock, Hamilton initially considered whether the object that entered her home might have come from a nearby blast site. However, um, that wasn't the case. They Definitely wasn't from the blast. Um, and Hamilton admitted that the incident had left her frightened. Yeah, I think so. You think if I was sound asleep and something just fucking fell on my fucking roof and, and laid next to me. Yeah. And it wasn't th- my drunken husband
2: at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she was shaking like a leaf. Um it's funny because, of course, her name is Ruth. Like I just picture like every woman in Canada's name is Ruth for some reason. <laughs> maybe that's I yeah, that's just me. Um,
0: um, so now she's aware that, despite the incredible odds against it happening, the potential for death by a meteorite strike is possible. You're sound asleep, safe, you think, in your bed, Hamilton said, noting that the noting noting that she now acknowledges you can get taken out by a meteorite, apparently. You know, Just go to I, I, bed kid. safe and sound, and,
2: and not to say anything, but uh, hint: great name for a band taken out by a meteorite. I mean, that's <laughs> awesome. So, goddamn.
0: Um, this guy that studies meteorites, Peter Brown, um, says he's been studying meteorites for the last few decades. Says it's a one in one hundred billion chance oh, per wow. year. Um, it actually does happen, though. And so she donated the meteorite, or she's at least letting uh, some people study study it.
2: Oh,
0: that's um, ultimately, we're trying to understand how the solar system and planets form. Brown said, "Who advised residents nearby to be on the lookout for any additional fragments that might have broken off the same space rock that entered Hamilton's home?" Um, Meanwhile, next
2: door, there's like three chickens dead. Because <laughs> that wasn't a decent
0: And Hamilton, although the right flown of the potentially dead Space Rock loaned her new acquisition to researchers with a local university for further studies. Um, yeah, I would be Christ. looking. So i look, I look to see how much you could sell a meteorite for. And oh, they're cause, expensive. Because this looks pretty pretty big. Um. I think and on a quick Google search, it says a prime specimen will easily fetch $50 a gram, while rare examples of lunar and Martian meteorites may sell for
2: $1,000 a gram or
0: more. Wow. Almost
2: 40 times
0: the current price of gold.
2: Yeah, so so here's a quick thing, because, you know, I'm the rock guy, right? Um, Moldavite, which is a meteorite that landed in Russia back like the, the, the 800 or something years ago, and they've, they've been mining it. Well, they're almost done mining it. They can't find any more. So the prices have just skyrocketed, and mm-hmm. then you had the fact that somebody on, uh, I think TikTok or Snapchat or something like that, some teenage gal, was like, "Oh, this is what he could do." And after that was posted, the price like tripled, and we couldn't find anything within, like Helper, Utah. Yeah, uh, she had like a great collection, and we bought a couple. And there was, oh, we're gonna go up there, you know, a few weeks from now, didn't yeah. it? we? We go up there and walk later. Yeah, could find anything. So it, it's insane. I mean, you think about it. You know, you know what it's made out of. And, but I couldn't even. Uh, I couldn't even.
0: <laughs> that would just be so terrifying. Like, <coughs> that uh, talk about one Crazy. rude awakening. Am I right? It's the bite. Uh, yeah. Right. Just <laughs> uh, laying there, like who knows if her dog didn't kind of wake her up before, like just, oh man, just, your face, a little just bit, get your face
2: smashed in by that thing. Well, they got intuition, they say. So Yeah, yeah you probably know. heard it coming. Yeah. yeah, you
0: probably heard it coming. Yeah, just yeah. like, what the
2: fuck? Well, so so sounds like a f- 45 degree angle to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the dog is <laughs> Um Have you guys been hearing about that, speaking of meteorites, that we have like a huge one that's within the orbit and it's supposed to come within eight years? Oh, uh, like well, I, I figured we've LA talked about that before. Them? Well, well I knew, there was, of, like, I knew there was killers one. that were supposed to pass by
1: real close. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know there was one that passed by not too long ago. Um, and it was like the closest it's ever been or something. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to do a story on these scientists that are figuring out like they think maybe launching a nuke and breaking up a meteorite as long as you know it. You. As long as they can detect it soon enough Yeah, that actually would be Possibly, it's got
2: Armageddon style, yeah. Um, little do we know that will come true. Well, yeah, okay. here we are. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing story. Yeah. Like, wow. I'm glad that she didn't
0: die, and hopefully, she can sell that meteorite for a lot
2: of money. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for a little so bit of shit in her pants. I mean, like, hopefully, enough
0: to repair so. a roof and oh, ceiling. And,
2: I, just I mean, that can't. can't
1: be cheap. That's crazy. No, I doubt it. So, cheap at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. Well, I don't know. What do you got, Josh? Well, speaking of... Uh, meteorites. Speaking of meteorites, <laughs> uh, does science prove the destruction of Sodom? Oh, yeah. God. that's right, you bugfuckers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. So, basically, um, this article starts out with a bunch of uh, biblical shit that I don't really feel like reading. Just kind of, like, giving you the background of Sodom and Gomorrah. So, for you heathens... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they were very, very sinful cities that got destroyed by the Lord. Mm. That's what they say. uh, You know, God bless the Lord. After they got the one good man in the twin cities out. So a couple angels came in, smuggled Blot and his family out. They told him not to look back. Lot's wife looked back. She got turned into salt. Yada yada yada. Oh um, Yeah, I remember that old yeah. childhood story. Basically, if yeah. you want to go to Sunday school, you can look the story up on your own. I'm not going to read it to you here. For sure. <laughs> um, but uh, sorry, I'm just trying to skip to the part where they start talking about interesting stuff. Um, in a recent article in Universe Today, Nancy Atkinson explains that evidence of a cosmic airburst 3,600 years ago destroyed a city near the Dead Sea. The blast was 1,000 times more powerful than the Hiroshima atomic bomb. Oh. After 11 seasons of excavations and an archaeological dig combined with an online impact calculator, researchers estimate that a 50-meter-wide space rock exploded about 4 kilometers above the Earth. Sending a blinding flash of flash and a wave of heat at two thousand degrees Celsius. This would have burned everything, including bodies, tools, weapons, and pottery. A few seconds later, a shockwave leveled all the buildings and walls. So basically, you're thinking about that scene from Terminator 2, where she's at the fence. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I get yeah. You. All right, In um, a while, but yeah. So, as well as an airburst, or sorry, as well. An airburst-related influx of salt produced hypersalinity in the soil, making it impossible to grow anything in an area that was originally one of the most productive agricultural lands in the region. Uh, Everyone who travels to the Dead Sea region today can see the impact uh, from the destruction of Sodom. Those familiar with the Torah are familiar with why and how it happened to get it is still amazing that archaeologists and scientists now have a scientific idea of what transpired. So apparently
2: the writer of this article still thinks God did it. <laughs> hmm. I hear that a lot when it comes to like biblical and they find actual fact of hey this thing happened. Yeah. And then they take the tune and go, boop, oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh, so now
1: now we know why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, but now we also know how. Right. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't magic, it was space. Yeah, of course. Magic. God
2: used science. Yeah. God's well, you know, God would. <laughs> you know, as God, as one does, if you're God. No. But yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. Ah, that's amazing. There's another one I stumbled on. I don't have it. I'm not going to do it today because I'm not waste people's time but they are talking about uh, the Nozark or not Nozark Ark of the Covenant came up in the news again that there's a church in Africa it's in the basement that's where the story is yeah. they it's, no we, like, yeah. every like two three years it comes up we've covered it before we covered that before but I saw a new you know oh yeah this is like it's, it's new now it's a new discovery I'm like oh my god come on yeah you know rehash over and over again so just a well speaking of rehash so this is an article by Douglas Charles, by the way. Reservice letter written by Roswell witness details of craft and humanoids at this site. So again, you know, Roswell's in the newspapers, and this is a whole thing. Everybody knows what Roswell is. Again, like you, Josh, I'm not going to go into detail. If you don't know what it is, you really should be listening to this podcast. Let me just direct you to my pal Google. Yeah, right, L Google. You know, make sure. So, you know, 1947, July 8th, yada, yada, yada. So, decades have passed since Roswell Incident with countless amateur sleuths trying to uncover the truth about what occurred back in 1947. Today, however, a newsletter obtained by researchers from a paranormal blog has emerged that it supposedly contains eyewitness testimony from a member of the 414 fighter group that was sent to help uncover and, sorry, cover up the crash of an extraterrestrial uh, flying saucer. Uh, so, according to the website, with a very lengthy letter came from a very large number of papers and letters acquired over the years by physicist and UFOlogist Stanton Terry Friedman, we all know, Uh who they call the most prestigious civilian investigator on the Roswell case. The letter comes from a person named Sean, um, of course, last name we don't have. of course. (laughs) From Texas, who claims to be the son of a military witness to the Roswell incident. It begins, quote, A friend gave me your address and said you want to hear from family members, military men who witnessed anything related to flying saucers during their service. I have a first-hand eyewitness account given to me by my father regarding flying saucers and so-called aliens that I think you should hear. I also have relevant documentary evidence uh, that's left me by my father that I would like for you to actually look at and examine. So, as the story goes, according to said sources, uh, my father said when the general told the MPs the airmen were his boys, quote, they were allowed to pass. On the ground, my father said he saw the scattered remains of some sort of crashed aircraft. He said he had seen the remains of crash fighters and bombers in the Pacific, but this was different from anything he had ever seen before. It didn't look anything like that crash, my father said. He was the only one present who was familiar with the internals of jet aircraft since he studied jet propulsion and trained a mechanic on the Army's first jet fighter, Uh, In front, he's a P eighty shooting star. Never heard of that, but Mm. I'm assuming that's old. Uh, The general knew my father's familiarity with advanced jet aircraft, and he asked my father to take a look at the wreckage and see what he could make of it. So he made something. He said shape of a conventional rocket. Uh, There were chunky pieces, thinner pieces that looked like fuselage. Everything was made of strange metal alloy, what he called. On obtanium, very light, very strong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which we, you know, we heard about that a little term. Uh, he said some of the pieces could not be bent while others were extremely flexible but then flattened out on their own. Um, there were also some be rusted, and then they were talking about the aliens. There were bodies uh, laying around the cables, switches, gauges, vacuum tubes, electronics of any kind um, that they were quickly picking up and whisking away. So you know, so my question is, so here is the whole thing. Uh, all you did here, quote, uh, Kel is, uh, is not one of ours, that's for sure, and they were talking about one of the people that were picking up the bodies and going through the, all the wreckage. That's whether he thought it was a rocket or a jet, he replied, neither. The general asked my father if he thought the Russians had done it. My father replied, no, unless some inscriptions were inside were actually Russian, which it proved that they weren't.
0: He said the general asked his father if they were aliens yeah Russians? Yeah, because his
2: father had the, had the jet knowledge of like, mm-hmm. what it was. Oh, okay. So so like, why is front. a general asking a lower... Hey, as you're a general, do you rely on your troops, I suppose? I yeah. Generalists yeah. yeah, I mean. know everything. But anyway, so that is a new I thing. I like don't think they do, though. Probably. <laughs> well, that's what general means, right? Isn't that how it's described? Nah, anyway. He said the creatures... On the letter, were small and fragile humanoids with skin that looked that of a shark, unusually large heads, two arms, six fingers on each hand, two legs, two large eyes, with no lids, a mouth, nose, no ears, teeth, or genitalia. Mm. Doesn't sound fun at all. Bummer. Bummer. And, <laughs> geez, you can't sound that loud. And were the perfect size and shape to fit the formed metal reclining seats uh, he had seen among the wreckage flipped upside down. But were they wearing little hmm. tiny bowler hats? I sitting there to <laughs> <distinguish> <laughs> little where, joke. <laughs> I wish to God I had a picture because that gets fucking hilarious. So you know again, Roswell keeps coming back over but here's a letter that you know somebody said his dad was part of De dots on this because I don't
1: uh, <laughs> that's like one of the few few things that's weird for me about uh, the whole Roswell thing because it's been pretty debunked like it, it, over and over. Yeah, I mean, really. The only thing that's tough is that when people, like local people there, start talking about, like, "Oh yeah, I saw bodies," and it's like,
0: "Did you?" Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> say it's been totally debunked, though. It's been. I mean, there's a lot of theories that have well come out. out. Like not really, like no definitive thing, really. I guess, like they haven't proven you. That, they you haven't would've... proven that it was, you know children, they, they handicapped children yeah. oh yeah, yeah I was gonna bring that up yeah. never, so that was a one like but, none of these yeah. they've come up with theories that are more probable than an alien crash in the there. desert yeah, yeah. but I don't think they've proven one of these things to be well true. like and I was, yeah. to debunk Roswell you have to be like this is what happened okay. no one can right. say definitively what happened so for yeah. there's just there's just prob- higher probable cause that it was Project Mogul
1: Right. versus
0: a crash alien craft. Right. But to say it's debunked, I think like not, I think traffic. that's not correct. I really, because if it's debunked, you have to have... Well, then what is it? Well, and you yeah. also have to... Right. There
1: is the caveat that you have to take uh, some of what the Air Force said about it in subsequent investigations at face value, and that's kind of tough. Because, I mean, And I don't trust anything
0: the Air Force said... Uh,
1: especially back then well I mean and it's like going back to the whole like disclosure conversation too Mm -hmm. like if they did say anything would you believe it you know what I mean well
2: and you know it's not just like like, like I feel like it's just
0: the dog chasing its tail or the snake eating and
2: it's like yeah I I will say that well let me finish uh, the article real quick so uh, this is another quote from the son of the dad who left the letter He said, for many years, I've kept my father's secrets. The letter reads, he died unexpectedly a few years ago, and since then, I've wondered what to do with the information he left me. I think now is the time to reveal what I know and ask for help. Uh, This is the right time that my father referred to. He clearly believed that I should try to develop the technology and commercialize it upon his letters, uh, but I like the resources to do so. Ooh, drop the GoFundMe. Yeah, well, that's kind of what... That's why I wanted to finish the article, because the end of it's like okay oh I scanning. Know that there was we I heard about the whole it's handicapped children that Russia sent out that they were you know that crash I heard about that theory um it's the high, high altitude, altitude balloon.
0: High yeah, altitude altitude it wasn't
1: that theory there's the similar theory but where it wasn't the Russians it was actually. Uh, us here project paperclip shit that was that um, oh, they were
2: experimenting with and trying to figure out doing, yeah, you know yeah, spaceflight biology yeah. basically but it sticks with me there's one that is it was one of the farmers that caught not the initial one not the one that caught what was going on but one of the farmers that, that was, was helping he had an adjacent piece of land or the ranch or something like that but uh, like to the day he died after that incident happened he locked himself in his fucking cabin. He became a recluse. He wouldn't talk to anybody. He just he just died. He became crazy. He just died. Mm-hmm. I remember that story. and I'm like, okay, if something like that, I, I don't know. It's a little tiny things that aren't really in the mainstream that makes you kind of you know remember. Yeah, little nuances. You know? But I mean, I mean, the thing I mean is even if it was just.
0: Who knows? The military probably threatened the shit out of him too. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. For especially no especially. It was, so it's like yeah. right. I'm not saying right anything. at the end of World War Two. Yeah, just like yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm gonna forget yeah. this even happened. We're, right, regardless, regardless of what yeah. what it is, I'm yeah. sure no I'm matter saying. what it was, the military threatened the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think one thing I have a hard time with too is that every time it comes back up and there's like a new twist on the on the situation of the controversy or whatever, it's like. Somebody remembered something that their father told them when they were a child, like this guy. Uh, And it's it's hard to take seriously, especially when he's like basically like you can
0: donate to my GoFundMe right here, and I will give
1: you space technology. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's just so hard to take anybody like because I mean it's just hard to trust people in this day and age. Like you Mm -hmm. don't know what their motives are. If that was even if that's true at all, like what? Why are you doing this? Oh, because well, hey, you asking asked yeah. for donations, so clearly he wants money. Right.
1: But, like, at the same time, if he's being genuine and honest, maybe he really is just like, no, like, I have the blueprints, I just have no money. That's
0: just the shitty way the world is, yeah. you know, I'm like, eh. especially in the UFO world, it's like, that's a problem. You know, somebody's yeah. got boxes, the the scammer, nobody's got the money. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, and what got me to, and what gets me with Roswell in general? Uh, you guys remember the story of the Alamo, right? The, the UFO that landed the same year in Alamo, Texas. That's never talked about. It's never in talked 1947 about. Nineteen forty-seven or whatever. Nineteen forty-seven. It landed literally. It landed before. I want to say it landed before Roswell. The government was there. They cleaned it up, and then Roswell happened and so the story goes that basically that was like a, it happened according to, you know, I'm I'm doing rapid here, but it was a basically a practice run for Roswell and it happened the exact either before or right after Mm -hmm. and it was very, very similar see,
0: and to me and there was a um, there was another crash right at Roswell right during that Roswell like in Corona, I think
2: or oh, really? unless oh, they okay. just okay. consider yeah. that
0: the Roswell crash, yeah. Um, but I know there was like an almost an identical crash. Maybe that's what you're yeah, talking yeah.
2: about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We can look it up. For, well, for a break here. well, but... to me,
1: what makes a lot more sense in that regard is that it they weren't making a doing a dry run for uh, Roswell. Is that it was the same program where they were testing unfortunate societal castaways that they think no one's going to mess miss uh, trying to figure out what the human body can take. At low pressure, high altitude, and, and you know what? Honestly, you know I wouldn't count that out. You don't. You don't run mean, me really? project in one place, right? Exactly, exactly.
0: Aurora, Texas is Roswell. The Aurora crash
2: was it the work? uh But isn't
1: that the one that happened in the late eighteen hundreds where they dropped all that shit down the well?
0: Um, I think that's a different one.
1: There is another yeah, one. Yeah, that's yes. no. what you're talking no, no, like, That's like 1888 or something like that. I feel like the name of the town was Aurora for some reason. Yeah. But you guys are good little students and brought your laptops, and I didn't, so I'm not doing a <laughs> little shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: well, definitely. That was going I'm off my break very break
1: faulty down. memory.
2: But anyway, you know, we're going to take a quick break, but it's interesting with that. I will say when we come back, though, I want to, well, we'll mention right now. Um, it goes, you talk about like what happens with UFOs, what happens with you know disclosure, everything else. You and I actually picked up the same book. I was going to surprise you guys with it, mm-hmm. and it was the uh, Skinwalkers in the Pentagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it is very interesting. So for those of you listening, hopefully there's a lot of you, uh, pick it up. It's a new book. Uh, Harry Reid actually wrote the foreword. Uh, I'm liking it so far. I'm only a couple chapters in, but it really kind of lays down... Fast forward into Bigelow, A Tip, all that other stuff, Bass, uh, and they kind of lay out like what, what really happened. You know, what was around, where did the money get earmarked to? Uh, very interesting, and it actually has a really close resemblance with Skinwalker and what they studied with Skinwalker and what that research looked like. Yeah,
0: well, in, uh, in the New York yeah. Times article, it said that twenty-two million dollars went to uh, A Tip, uh-huh. and that's actually not correct. It that's went to correct. Awesome right and so they dispel a bunch of myths and <clears throat> the book was written by George Knapp and Colm Kelleher who Perfect. wrote Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch mm-hmm. or The Hunt for the Skinwalker sorry right right. and then with this dude named Dr. James Lukatsky, um which he was in, legit. in the Pentagon and everything um yeah, we both got it. So we'll I, I'm liking it.
2: I'm liking it so far. And I mm-hmm. did get to the point where they're talking about A-Tip and swap that literally you can interchange the two. A-Tip, A-tip and because, like, we're kind of you know, Right. Well, they're kind of... The, the, it was the same thing. And A-Tip was not... Yeah, and that's what I remember when the story came out. That's what I remember it being. Mm. So it's just an example of typical... You know, same thing was Roswell. What really happened? What was out there? What, what occurred? Yeah, it just... you always make makes you wonder. And Roswell is... is there's other cases I think that should be larger and more paid attention to than Roswell is. Um, just don't think that's the case. Like the Rundle show for England, you know that is an amazing, an amazing encounter, and we cover that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And to, to me, that outweighs Roswell tenfold. But, yeah. You know, it yeah. What it is. This
0: this book is going to be it's, it's going to be really interesting. It's, interesting. So it's probably yeah. probably one of the most important books of the year. Uh, That's, it's got kind of mixed true. reviews,
2: but so far it's, uh, it's looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah.
0: I can expect your reports on my desk by 0800? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was, try, I was trying to get into <laughs> it today, yeah. and then I just
2: I only had time to read the foreword, yeah. and then I had to do life. Yeah, right. Yeah, life gets in the way. But anyway, yeah, great. We will take a break, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with uh, more for TN News. Stand by.
0: Believe in UFOs?
2: I guess we'll start with you again. We'll see kind of where we're at here with the news.
0: Yeah. I just, I want to say one thing about Roswell is like, oh, I don't think we'll ever know really what happened regardless of like, cause you know, you can never trust anybody, but I think like there's so many more like newer cases that we should be studying and figuring I, out because there's, 100%. there's way more, way more possible answers on some of the more recent, um, you know, findings and videos and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, can like can we just all agree to move on from Roswell? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows what happened? We're never going to know. Maybe this guy, yeah. maybe this son is telling the truth about everything, but like,
2: yeah, but what if he's not? What kind of and rabbit hole is that? Exactly. It's
0: just And it's just the never-ending rabbit hole of Project Mobile. This. No, UFO right. crash. No, this. It's the dog chasing the Which like, is... Can we just move on from this and study some more recent sightings so we can, like, possibly move forward yeah, with this agree. topic? Sure agree.
1: Which is one of the great things about this whole, like, sub of, of society? 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 <laughs> is that, like like, you get into this culture and it's like, no matter what, you're never going to get answers because they could put out unredacted everything and people would still be like, nah, nah, you're lying. You know, you know what mean? I mean?
0: It's, just it's, it's so just, it's a losing game. It's yeah. a losing yeah. battle. Yeah. Man, fuck society, man. Fuck society. Society. <laughs> Doctor says I got a mean case of the society. Society, <laughs> yes. um, so I guess So, our, I our favorite pop star... Demi Lovato. Who? I don't know. I don't know who
2: that is. Who is that?
0: Guy? I know the name, mm-hmm. but I don't Am I know. old?
2: I just don't know Well, impose. yeah, but I don't think that has anything <laughs> to do with this fucker.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's a whole separate topic.
1: <laughs> Shane, I've been meaning <laughs> to talk to you about this for right. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need a so language.
0: there's a pop star named Demi Lovato, and I'm sure we'd know her songs if, like, no, I'm, I'm sure, sure we know, wouldn't. I'm sure there's, like, one... The, <laughs> if one, they pop
2: on the radio. It's, like, it. the
0: one pop song that you hear in the grocery store or something. I don't know, but she's famous, and I know the name. Okay. She has a new show coming out called Unidentified, and apparently it's an unscripted show where she goes to UFO hotspots with her sister. Must oh. be nice. And uh, her friend, which is a Must skeptic. be fucking nice. So I have no desire to watch this show, but um, she uh. just, like... She's saying something... The thing that caught my eye was Demi Lovato thinks it's uh, offensive to call an alien an alien and we should refer to them as extraterrestrials because we don't want to offend the aliens. So there's oh my that. God. So... Oh my god. God. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh my god, alright, Demi Lovato, you need to fucking pump the brakes. Show it's it like, already
2: before a show even comes up. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: ridiculous. But uh, So she apparently had a UFO sighting on her 28th birthday. And, uh, you know, Demi Lovato is all about the Space Brothers. She thinks they're here to watch over us. and my sweet summer child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and uh, she's very into the meditation to make contact, which, I mean, I did it once. And oh yeah, yeah. I'm not against, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not against the meditation no. for that. Um, I just don't like Stephen Greer, and I kind of hate admitting that I'm into did the you power mean, of the meditation. He said right, right. right. It's kind of. A, but the, the only time I have like a legit UFO sightings is when I did it. But apparently, she has done it and saw like she manifested these sightings. Uh, now, not
2: to get sidetracked, but was that was the first time you guys were up in the woods above? Um, yeah, we we're,
0: uh, were just 20 minutes north of Skinwalker Ridge. Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think the year before I actually met you, I think it was when we went. When we went to Pelican Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Interesting.
0: Yeah, so she was stargazing. Um... And she's like, and we tried to do this protocol where you make contact, and all of a sudden something showed up directly above us in the sky. It was huge lights that made a question mark almost in the sky, and then it's just like black backed out. I realized then that my life is probably going to change in a spiritual way because I have a spiritual connection to this journey as well. Um, I don't know why it bothers me that she's like has this show about it and stuff, but like it's just really annoying. You <laughs> know why I it, it you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's> Exactly. <laughs> She just got it because she's famous just, and come cute. On, Jesus, another one. You know what? And and with that being said, I'll watch it. I'll give them all a shot.
0: I won't
1: They're just because like... I've seen the commercial for it and like I can't oh, listen to her talking. Oh, it's like nails oh, on a chalkboard. Right. I, I mean, don't I don't even, even know
0: what she sounds like or anything, but... Um, she says she thinks they're very caring, very intelligent beings that are just looking out for the best interest of our planet because we need some help. So Imagine did the people in.
2: on Independence Day that got zapped into oblivion? Remember that scene? Yeah, they thought they were friendly too. Well. Uh, whatever. Yeah. There were clear warning
1: signs. They were. Yeah, they were I mean, familiar. yeah, I
0: don't know if they're friendly or not. I mean, so far they haven't done anything. Uh, they haven't done anything to me. You know, so unless, unless yeah. we take... Abductees at their word, and they're fucking kidnapping yeah, humans exactly. out of their fucking homes. Right, all right, right, that's a thing.
2: And yeah. animal mutilation. <laughs> exactly. So, if the,
0: all of that, if there's any shred yeah. of truth to that, then I don't think they're. What kind of yeah. nice guy fucking comes and rips you out of bed and just like does all these experiments and then right. puts you back? It's, Dr. Right. Steve Brule for your health. For your health. The Brule's rules. Does he do that?
2: Does no. he like a car? No, no he, he doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> Love it
0: so um yeah kind of a dumb story but uh it's one one ufo show that i will not be watching and i have um, zero desire to watch it i would especially when she's like i'm i'm all about like changing with the times and you know like changing your nomenclatures and calling people by their pronouns and everything like i'm all for that but like you're you're going a little forward and it's like um, it, it's, it's offensive to support, call aliens yeah. aliens. You need to call them extraterrestrials. Like, bitch, we don't even know if they're fucking real. Yeah, Sh- yeah, shut up yeah, about exactly. that.
2: Exactly. I don't know like, where you're coming from right now.
0: Shut up, please. Like, I, I just <laughs> you're fucking. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, Tell you. I would watch it, except for I've seen a bunch of commercials for it, and like, oh, have you? If you read any of her quotes, just back in like the voice of the most. And this is going to sound really shitty, but, like, the most annoying, like, dumb girl you've ever met. Mm. Like Frank Drescher voice? No. Oh, I like Frank no, Drescher voice. Like, uh That's sexy. Like, popular girl at school voice. Uh, like. Oh, my God. Just, like, super breathy, and, like, I just, I feel like we should, you know, aliens is a pejorative term, and um, <laughs> we should refer to them as extraterrestrials, um, you guys? Come on, guys. You're, I, it's, it's very it's, offensive it's, to call them aliens.
0: That's her show. It's, Why don't we
2: just record that? We'll make you the mean
0: to tell me these creatures that fucking flew through God knows how yeah. time and space? So like, yeah. Actually, guys, if you could you call us extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Actually, we can't because
1: it's really offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Even though um, we don't have genitalia. In fact, that's the reason we won't let you off the planet is because y'all motherfuckers need to get right. <laughs> um yeah. No, I, like... I'm sure she's a fine person. Um, sure, it's yeah, like I'm a sure, she, I'm sure. Duchy, shitty thing to say about somebody, but it's just like it's like nails on a chalkboard for yeah. me. It's
2: like the opposite of
0: ass. I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's. A, I'm sure she's a great person and whatever, but like, and, and I, I don't get know. that.
2: So here's the thing, and I'll defend my side of it. I watch anything. I, we all do, right? Anything new, whatever have you. I even gave that Rob Lowe show a shot where he's with his kids. I heard about around, around to, researching weird I don't shows. want to listen
1: about your masturbatory habits. I'm <laughs> just
2: saying. It, it, it didn't happen right away. I was like three episodes in before, you know, I finally gave it up. But it wasn't a bad show. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. I'll give it anything a fucking run. But yeah, boy. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, in the okay. interest of being fair, maybe I'll give it a
2: shot.
0: But it's just... Yeah, you did pretty so good impersonation.
2: I'm pretty impressed, personally. So. Anyway, I got, I've got i
0: got too much Grey's Anatomy to finish before I can. <laughs> Sorry, can watch so. Demi Lovato's fucking extra oh, trash, that trash is show.
2: hilarious, sir. So, anyway.
1: well, speaking of fun and games, that's all fun and games until we get hurt. But, uh, <laughs> all right, quiz: exploring the final frontier. Uh, mm. How much do you know about factual and fictional space travel? Fucking none. 0%. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take this together. <laughs> it's going to be real funny. Uh, last week, William Shatner, who played Captain James T. Kirk in the original Star Trek television series, made a voyage into space. The quest to reach space has been an ongoing challenge, and the Canadian born actor's voyage is one of many pieces in the history of space travel. Hmm. How do you. Shatner's Canadian? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that, oh, didn't yeah. know that. I'm a fan. Mm. Uh, how much do you know about factual or fictional space exploration? Put your knowledge to the test with these 12 questions. All right, all right. right. All right. What was the name of the vessel used for William Shatner's real-life space voyage? These are multiple choice. Blue Origin's New Shepard, USS Enterprise, NCC-1701, Virgin Galactic, Unity 22, SpaceX.
2: Blue Origin. Yeah, first one. You are correct. Yeah. But they put New Shepard on the end
1: of- uh, That's the name of the craft. Oh, oh yeah, I get Blue Origins okay, is the company. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, correct. 64% got this right. Shatner was aboard Blue Origins New Shepard, a spacecraft built by Amazon creator Jeff Bezos' blah, blah, fucking eat my ass. Uh, let's see. Who was the inventor of the modern ro- rocket? Leonardo da Vinci, Robert Goddard, Montgomery Scott, Nikola Tesla.
0: I'm gonna Not say
2: Ro- I thought it was Jack Parker. No, Jack I Parsons thought it was
0: Jack Parsons Park. too. But uh, yeah. what were the f- middle two? Robert Goddard, Montgomery Scott.
2: Uh, Montgomery Scott. I'm gonna say Robert Goddard because I think Montgomery Scott is Scotty's name. It definitely is. Um,
1: Scotty, like beaming up, Scott. Yeah, yeah, Fuck
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm saying Robert Goddard too, and that is correct. Only 61 percent got this right, though, so don't oh. feel too bad, John. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he was the only one on the list with a oh uh, space flight center named after him, so I figured that was a pretty safe choice. <laughs> they're really they're fucking they're one. It. <laughs> All right, right, next question. Uh, in the Star Trek original series from 1966 to 1969, William Shatner played the role of Captain James T. Kirk, who played the role of Spock. If you guys don't, I don't. Uh, Leonard Nimoy
2: seriously yeah, winner.
1: Yeah. Well do you want to hear what the other choices are? Sure, about? yes. Sorry. Frank Lovejoy, what? I
2: don't even know who that is. Jack Webb. Uh uh-huh.
1: don't know. Your boy Jim Parsons. Mm. And John fucking Wayne.
2: Wait, Jim Parsons off Big Bang Theory
0: I would love to see John Wayne as Spock. <laughs> 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 tell you a Spock. <laughs>
2: I'll butter your muffin, but first let me look for this space analog I said
1: Litter Nimoy." Yes, correct. 96% got this right. Oh, (laughs) Oh, well. Um, Yeah, that was a softball. (laughs) How much time did Shatner and the others on the spacecraft spend in space during their October 2021 voyage? 10 minutes, minutes. 2 hours, 1 week, 3 days.
2: 10 minutes. Actually, it was like 9 minutes and something, I thought. Or no, wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to say... Slowless, in, like in space, or actually on the. Bro, your question is on to provide more context. Say 10 I minutes. just read it. All read the you. first part again.
1: How much time did Shatner and the others on the spacecraft spend in space during their October 2021 voyage?
2: Okay, so and I legit don't know. I'm going to say ten minutes. That's I'm
1: going to go with uh, your conservative estimate as well. Ten minutes. Fucking corrupto mundo. Boom, Boom, bitches. 79 got this right. Um, as we talked about, one of the last times we talked about this dumbass shit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, they're only up there for like a second at the cost of like a gigantic-ass carbon emissions.
2: Yeah, comet. I mean, yeah, literally, so, they're up yeah. there,
1: they're weightless, and then they're back. Um, yeah, I mean, they might as like, well just fly in the vomit Comet. Yeah. Um, who was the Canadian astronaut who served as the commander of the International Space Station... Ooh. Mark Garneau, Chris Hadfield, Roberta Bondar, Julie Payette. Chris Hadfield. Mark Garneau. I'm going to go with John on this one. Chris Hadfield, we are correct. 82%. I yes. got this right. He's the <clears throat> dude that uh, did the now famous rendition of uh, Space
2: Oddity on the acoustic Yeah, guitar. he's cool. Oh, yeah. He's cool. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah he actually does a rule. Good huh. on you guys. Um, I'm a dummy. Hmm.
1: Which comedian owned the production company that first produced the Star Trek television series? Carol Burnett, Lucille Ball, Red Skelton, or Groucho Marx?
2: The Star Trek series?
1: Which comedian owned the production company that first produced the Star Trek television series? I know this one, by the way. Do you? I do. Read them again? Carol Burnett, Lucille Ball, Red Skelton, or Groucho Marx? Lucille Ball.
0: I think I'll go with Lucille Ball 2
1: <laughs> I think I'll go with Silver Ball 3 yeah uh, they started Desi Lou because uh, she was like right. people were having a hard time with uh, Kirk kissing all the blue and green and um, you know just yeah whatever he gets hands on because yeah.
2: that's what one does so.
1: and uh, she was like no this is going to be great for promoting diversity oh that's cool interesting yeah. awesome um,
2: oh, something was nice today I yeah dude her,
1: uh, the story of how her and Desi got that show from on TV like Lucy, the Lucy I heard a
2: little bit of is yeah.
1: fucking wild yeah. they made some boss ass moves there really That's yeah really uh, I just love that show when I was a kid they didn't want to carry it because uh, he's
0: Cuban or something yeah, An international yeah, yeah. yeah. and she was yeah. like
1: well fuck you then and they took it on the road as a vaudeville show and it was super popular and so she was like what now bitches
0: oh wow yeah. cool yeah. fuck
2: yeah, so cool. yeah yeah fuck yeah I guess she uh, isn't a real redhead surprise surprise well you yeah. know no yeah. one's but perfect what are you going
1: to do <laughs> so um, all right the first human landing on the moon was July 20th, 1969, just 47 days after the final Star Trek original series episode aired. What was the name of the lunar lander? Challenger, Eagle, Falcon, Enterprise. Eagle. The Eagle. God damn we're good. Yes. Yeah. Seventy eight percent got this right. Um yeah, it's like uh, I guess a, it's that's a classic a you just question. think like the eagle is landed and um, you're like, well,
2: yeah, that's kinda yeah, well, that, that was my go yeah, to that
1: was for sure a trick question though. They're like, hey, it it aired right after the last uh yeah, it's, 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 gotta it's, be like, it's gotta be Enterprise right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. Fucking trick me up. <laughs> Alright. What is the name of the sentient computer in the nineteen sixty eight novel and movie Two thousand one a space odyssey? Oh, HAL 900,
0: uh, yeah. Binford
1: 6100, Alice, The Brain, UniComp.
2: HAL 900. What is HAL 900? Goddamn right it is. There it is. 84. That's season. a badass show, right. actually. It. Oh, it's an amazing, amazing movie. We've yeah. right. yeah.
1: got three more. What is the name of the family in the 1960s space drama Lost in Space? Mackenzie, Trudeau, Jones, Robinson.
2: Robinson. Robinson.
1: Danger Will Robinson. 83% got that correct I think they were running out of juice towards the end of this quiz <laughs> yeah.
2: well you know how I know that is because they rebooted that with uh, uh-huh. John Hurt i would never seen the original one but that was pretty good oh yeah they,
1: they rebooted it but on Netflix long was in it, I think. Uh, they made it a series on Netflix a few years ago was that right yeah I
2: never finished <laughs> I don't think I watched it yeah I started but I never yeah
1: <laughs> alright what
0: else yeah, I feel like I've only
1: gotten one wrong uh, which iconic musician is the subject of the 2019 movie Rocket Man? Ludwig von Beethoven, John Lennon, Elton John, George <laughs> Michael, Elton John, or your boy David Bowie? Uh, that would be Elton John, sir, for 500. Yeah. Yeah. 88% got this
0: right. God, I'm fucking killing it, guys. Fuck yeah. Who's the author <laughs> of the 1950s <1950 laughs> science you. fiction work, The Martian Chronicles? Wait, what? Who Who's the author of The Martian
2: Chronicles? Yeah. H.G.
1: Wells, Ray Bradbury, Arthur C. Clarke, or
0: Isaac Asimov? Uh, that would be Ray Bradbury. Uh, Shane seems pretty confident in that one, so I'm going to go with him. Shane's right. Yeah. I, I trust only, his confidence.
1: <laughs> only 47% got that right. Yeah, it was that's like, not a person. You I was pretty that sure it was Ray Bradbury, but.
0: Um, I mean, you I, fired that off just pretty fast, so i was yeah, like, he, 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 gave he let that right
1: fly. That. I thought it might <coughs> have been uh, Arthur C. Clarke. Uh, what is the term used for aerospace travel where passengers pay a flight into space? Rocket test rides, high flight, space tourism, space that bus, one. commuting. Space, space tourism. tourism. Yeah. Yeah. 93% got this right. Damn. God, we're good. View results. Well, we got 100%. My nice John's fucking I up. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Well, That's
2: yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Nice quiz time.
0: So we're, we're mm. fucking, we know our shit. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. rule.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One of those things. That was yeah. a great news story. Thanks. I mean, there was nothing new so, about it, <laughs> but, but still, yeah. no, I liked it. Well, I will tell you, so here's some fun stuff to follow up with. As long as we're on uh, like updates and numbers and stats, um, I want to throw this in here because you know Halloween's coming upon us, of course. And I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch this or not. Uh, this is actually from Bloody Disgusting, the website by John Squires. Over 1.2 million households in the United States have streamed Halloween Kills on Peacock. Have you two watched that yet? No. Okay. Well, I I watched it. I tried it with the wife. I haven't even heard of it it's like the latest Halloween movie.
0: Oh Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Oh yeah, I knew there was a new Halloween movie. Yeah, you know, like He's
2: back,
1: he's after my family, just like he was in Halloween H two O and every Halloween movie before that.
2: It's hard to believe that there's I think fourteen different movies out there. But it's it's always the the same same premise,
0: isn't it? Well, for a while Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't in it and he was just killing randos.
2: But yeah. yeah. But in H two O she came back and that was two thousand eighteen. Just case yeah. anybody gives a or And
1: then they yeah. kind of rebooted it with the Rob Zombie ones. And, yeah, the brought her Z- back in to go
0: back
2: to the original storyline. Well, Rob Zombie fucked oh, up because he actually gave him a face. And he went back to where he was a kid. He had challenges. Dah, dah, dah. There was an actual character that played him. And I don't think people like that. I, I liked the Rob Zombie ones. I did too. I thought they were good. Yeah, They were really good. Waiting for the Monsters, by the way. He's filming that now in Hungary. Oof, looking forward to that for sure. But anyway, so here we go on this one. I released in both theaters and home. Uh, via Peacock this past weekend. Halloween Kills has thus far scared up 50 million uh, at the domestic box office. Uh, but how's it performing at home? And the reason I'm doing this article is because there's a lot of talk on, you know, obviously there's a pandemic. Do theaters give a shit anymore? Yeah. Do people want to go out and go to the movie theaters? This kind of shows that, yeah, absolutely they do. Um, even though it was streamed by 1.2 million people in the households, um, it actually drummed up Uh, Let me see. Quiet Place was first Malignant, and then it rated just below that. Uh, It's still open in the theaters, uh, 5.4 million. So, long story short, Halloween Kills is further proof that audiences will head to the theater right now to see a movie they really want to see, even if it's already streaming at home. And that bodes well for future releases that decide to employ a similar release strategy. So, yeah, it's about the movie, but at the same time, like, they're advertising the new Ghostbusters that's out in November. I absolutely will put on a fucking mask and grab my vaccine card. Dune the theaters. comes out. Dune uh, comes out tomorrow Oh, uh, Friday, and it's
1: theaters and streaming and HBO Max. And I guarantee that I'm going to watch that probably every day for the next like week or so. Like oh, dude, I will. I
2: can't wait. It is badass that that's coming out. Oh, my friend man. went to the theater on Sunday, and yeah. we're watching. I will be, oh, we'll be sure. there. I'll be, I'll there. be okay, there. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Cool. Well, which did, what the fuck theater did you?
0: Sorry, come? Shane. You moved to Washington. You can't right. come. Did you do burpees? No, uh, this theater up in Sandy.
2: Yeah. But, I
0: um... Yeah, fly it's back actually, fly back yeah, I mean, too. there's there's certain movies <laughs> that you have to see in a theater. Yeah. I guess, the first time. And then there's other movies that's like, I don't give a rat's ass about seeing that in the theater. No. Yeah. Um, that's
1: one yeah, thing the absolutely. pandemic has done for me is like, uh... Pikachus. Yeah. Yeah. I was already kind 100%. of over movie theaters before all this shit, and now I'm, like, definitely over yeah. them. But, uh... Probably every other week, me and all my fucking fully vaccinated friends go to Brubies and see the new movie there because it's there's fucking nobody there. But also, uh, I only
2: go if it's something I really want to see. Just because. Well, like, like a Sunday type thing. What's you that? Know, like on Sunday type thing? Like get out and see like eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah, what we used to. I like um, Brubies. That's awesome. Yeah, they've got right. better chairs now. They yeah, they, uh, like, redid everything. Yeah. It's, it's I will nice admit stuff. to you, I enjoyed the movie experience. I enjoy going there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, it, 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 again, it got to, I'm like, you, sir, really? I was like, ah, do I really want to see it on the big screen? I don't I mean, there's there. no reason yeah. to see,
0: like, 40-year-old virgin not in the theater. No. I'm not going to go see yeah. comedy at the
2: theater. Yeah. No. no I was not. But like, nuts, you know, especially. a J.J.
0: Abrams or Steven right. Spielberg right, right. film or for something sure. like, you get you got to see Star Wars at the yeah. theater, Star Trek. Well, yeah. I remember they
2: re-released uh Spokane, or oh, horror movies of course. Yeah. They re-released um Star Trek graphic Yeah. 1982, like, right. yeah. and they put it in the theaters for a month. Fucking I, I went. It was badass because I've never seen it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Yeah, you know, even as old as it was, you know, it's just no. badass. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to cover that just because, you know, yeah, it's Halloween, but at the same time, you know, we got some badass movies coming out, and again, not to harp on Ghostbusters, but um, there is a new trailer out, everybody, uh, it's called the International Trailer, and they show, so evidently, not spoiler alert, so pause it right now if you don't want to hear it, Gozer's back in this movie. The Gozerian? You know, yeah. Hmm. But in a whole different form. So I'm like, oh my God, that's badass.
1: I'm so geeky if Gozer's that. not mildly sexy then I'm not
2: interested yeah I hope it's not a dude that would really upset me but I mean it could
1: be a dude as long as he's as long as he's dudes. Sexy, <laughs> sexy yeah <laughs> exactly if it's got, gotta be like a David Bowie type if they've sex. got Chris Emsworth yeah. playing Gozer that's fine with me um, yeah. but otherwise it needs to be a smoking babe with red eyes and a you know, weird, roughly
2: white jumpsuit. I will tell you, Josh, just to wrap up the episode, that I did see a quick little snippet on the trailer of Sue Courtney Weaver on the ground, the wind blowing her hair, and she, for her age, she looked pretty hot, and I thought about you. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's that's Josh's gal. He likes Sigourney Weaver. Sure.
0: I mean, I love her as an actress. Oh, she's a great actress. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 uh, see, I'll see story <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say that
1: there are definitely moments in her career where she has been pretty smoking hot in my opinion I you get what you guys think that she's got a that bit to, of a square job <laughs> but whatever that.
2: you know yeah yeah for sure but uh, yeah so check that out good trailer out there um, the only one thing I don't have a lot I will say that uh, I sent you guys actually a picture uh, I think a few days ago and I don't know how many people know about this but you know again Halloween is like my Christmas I love Halloween If anybody is a Vans fan, Vans Shoes, they have a whole series now of House of Terror, is what they call it, and they've got Friday the 13th, Shining, It, Freddy Krueger, and they are getting really, really hard to come by, and they've released them this year, released October 1st, they only dropped one shipment in all the stores, and that's it, so Mm -hmm. if you can't find anything, you can't find anything, but kind of badass, you know?
1: Uh, They have the pair that you had at the Journey's at uh, Heavenly it? Father's Mall, if anyone needs uh, those. Heavenly oh. Father's Mall.
2: Yeah, I was looking for cheap basketball shoes the other day. Is that but... uh, is that Gateway? I take it? Shitty Creek. Oh, Shitty Creek, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. So, So yeah. So, everything else is going to be on uh, Patreon. we got a couple more episodes going on, a couple news reports for Patreon, and uh, I guess we'll let you regular listeners go. If you have a new story, you have something to share with us, you can at gmail.com You can write us I don't have the dolphin queue on the soundboard as of yet, but A0125269. Ah! <laughs> That's gone awful. Forty five. Uh, where are we on socials? Jesus Christ dude. Uh
1: well I'm gonna I'm in the process of changing all the handles to at dolphin noise podcast. <laughs> uh, but currently you can find us at Strange Uncles Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Strange Uncles on Twitter. We have a YouTube channel which is also at Strange Uncles. There might be a podcast in there, I don't remember. <laughs> Um, And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I guess you could get at us on LinkedIn if you're real weird. Are I mean, we on LinkedIn?
0: Yeah. No. Oh, I was like, I what? was going to say, Jesus Christ, been thinking one. about <laughs> making one though, just for fun, indeed,
2: just for no reason. Yeah. So anyway, awesome, Um, everybody. We have a couple episodes that are coming up for uh, Halloween, just kind of finish everything off. I think we've got a factor bullshit that's going to come from Patreons and then Patreon standby. We uh, will throw some uh, other news at you guys. And everybody else? I don't know, they don't have anything else. So close gates. Blow me in your bowl. Blow a hole. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>